1: All right. Well, great to be here on a Monday uh, last week, of the regular season with, uh, with a whole lot to play for, um, you know, first, uh, you know, for reflection on, on Saturday's game, you know, I think the the, the film yesterday, uh, you know, bared out what we felt I think walking off that film that we played, played really well um, when we had to, I know that second, second half really drug on, but we got a lot of guys in the game at the same time and, and um, you know, the guys it's valuable, valuable experience for them, but you know, that first half is um, as, as far as a combination of uh, I think a big play offense um you know certainly a big play defense and then you know you look at the balance in the special teams how we you know we didn't have any like big returns or anything but we really had an edge with uh you know Bren's ability to kick the ball you know into the end zone and there was a good win and then his ability to punt the football. so it was a type of performance that we needed um I think to to show our continued improvement um, this time of year and and obviously position ourselves for this this upcoming game and, um, you know, continuing to be able to chase after everything that uh, we intend on. And, you know, with this game, um, you know, there's so many layers to it. You know, the first one is obviously the in-state rivalry, which is uh, tremendous, um, and it means so much to so many, you know, and that starts with with all our Montana natives on the roster, you know, the 40-plus guys who – you know whether they um, have buddies on the team that they grew up with, they played high school football with. Uh, you know we got a couple guys on our team that had uh, fathers, grandfathers that played over there, and then we have you know a multiple that had the same play here. Um, and, and you know, with all that being said, you you know you want to do everything you can, you know, for those guys to have um, that ability to. Uh, you know, through the next year to, to walk tall, to have those breaking rights. But more so than anything, you know, we need to continue to find a way as a football team to, to keep getting better. And, you know, in Montana, it's a uh, extremely talented, um, uh, much improved through the course of the season uh football team. You know, a team that's doing it with uh, a very aggressive defense, you know, and an offense that – uh you know, as of late, is, has really been you know consistent and, and put up some some big numbers both rushing and passing, and they're always good in the special teams. Uh, and, and of course, playing playing over there in a hostile environment is a uh, is a challenge. And you know, I think our guys uh, um, are not new to a hostile environment this year. And there's been some good, some bad with that. But this is a environment unlike any that uh, that we've seen. And we're going to have to go over there and and really be a focused uh, focused football team that. Um, is concerned first and foremost about the, the play in front of them and, and executing that play and, you know, really playing, playing our tails up. I think our consistency, you know, and our effort and our preparation has been there all season. And there should be no reason for that to change um, as we head into you know our 11th game here and, you know, uh, go out there and play our very best and um, see how that, that, that looks for us at the end of the day. So with that, I'll open it up for questions.
2: Um, you've talked about playing complementary football a lot, and last week you guys are almost an exact even split you know, rushing and passing. I was just curious, I guess, how you think you guys pulled that off, or what you think
1: of that? Yeah, you know, we want to um, not only have the run game and the pass game within our offense complement each other, but then also, you know, how our defense, our offense, and our, our special teams play together you know, all work in concert. But, um, you know, offensively, you know, felt like, you um, maybe in the the couple weeks prior we hadn't taken enough shots um and you know if we were going to throw the throw the football uh we needed to you know take some shots downfield you know uh we had guys wide open in large part because the the safeties are down inside of 10 yards and that's not the first team that's that's played us that way um but i think in you know Ty tie in, in in cleveland maybe in particular you know a couple of guys that can really stretch the field and uh you know we were able to get them in some some open spaces and create some big plays and you know we didn't need to maybe get that rush game going um quite as much but then the you know the end, of the, end of the day like that and have the balance that we had um you know I think was certainly what we were seeking
2: Um, and I know you kind of mentioned it after the game, but uh Sean and Brendan did to play the week, but just
1: forgot about that. Sean's per play production, uh, that's hard to beat. So, you know, for him to get that honor um and only play in the first half and however many however many few plays he played, um, you know, I think was deserved. Uh and then, you know, Brendan I think uh, continues to be, you know, a real uh, uh weapon for us. Uh, you know, and, and I know uh there's been maybe some other games that he was uh deserve it of that uh, award, but for him to get it, I think, you know, uh I think shows that, you know, this is this guy that's continued to, you know, kick the ball into the end zone. Um, you know, he's well over 60 now, I think, in his his touchbacks. And then, you know, that punt average just keeps creeping up there. And then I think he's above 47 right now. And I know we're right up there in that punt. That's a large large part just the way he can get the ball down the field and the hang time that he's getting. How about special is it that you guys have been able to play for the big sky title in this game every your your time here. Yeah, you know, I uh, think when you when I got the job, um I you certainly recognize the importance the importance of this game for just this game and the opponent um and what it means to the state. But additionally it felt like, you know, this game being the last game of the year, you want to be playing for um, conference title you certainly want to be playing for you know how the playoffs are going to shake out so yeah for three years into it all three years to have it come down to this Saturday in all those aspects um, you know that's what we're working for um, and you know we got to do our our very best to to still just make it about the game you know and and the, the tremendous opponent that we're facing and, and you know with between those white lines do everything we can to you know Keep it that simple. And last year, you know, they had one of the best rushing defenses, and knew, you know,
3: they were they were coming in, they're trying to stop it, and you guys were able to rush for four hundred plus. um Do you think that's kind of just the nature of of your, your plus run run game against their three three five? Is that more? I mean, I'm sure there's more to it than that.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we played really well in that. You know, when when that game got going, and then I think our third touchdown is off a bad snap. Um, you know, we made some plays defensively to allow that thing to continue to open up and maybe it became a tidal wave that day. Um, but you know, anytime that we can involve the quarterback against whatever defense it is, that poses a challenge to the defense and, you know, uh, slicing it up as far as how that team chooses to defend us versus maybe some other teams is typically a little bit different. Um, you know, I don't think we can go in there and just say just because we did it exactly this way last year, we can count on doing it exactly the same way this year. I know they got new coordinators on both sides of the ball, but generally um, their, their their package on both sides of the football is very similar. But, you know, there's nuances to a, a different coordinator calling those plays on, on either offense or defense. So, you know, specifically the defensive side, um, it is a battle of wills. You know, you know we want to run the football, and, and they've been very good at stopping it. And, you know, something has to give. And, and our ability to, to find ways to run the football will be a huge key um, on Saturday.
3: There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. mentioned kind of a tidal wave um, in that last game in 2021. I mean, obviously, a big special teams play in that one as well to to really put that game um, in their hands. I mean, how, how... much do do you feel like momentum and specialties especially are, are important in this game yeah
1: I think momentum um, can be uh you know if you're on the right side of the momentum can you keep it going if you're on the wrong side of the momentum can you stop it and I think back to 21 we gave up that early touchdown um they obviously grabbed the momentum right from the start we had a chance to answer that with an offensive score. And we, we didn't do that. Um, We moved the ball down the field, um, but we didn't, uh, we didn't ultimately answer with a touchdown. So that momentum kept picking up, you know, no different than last year. We go down our, our first drive and score they answered it. Um, But then we were able to score um, get that special teams play. And then we never gave it up really. So yeah, momentum's huge, but if it's, if you're on the wrong side of it, you better find a way to um, at least uh, stop it. Um you know I think that's the case in in any football game. Um you know and, and when the margins are so thin like you know they're going to be on Saturday um you get everything you, know, you got to do everything you can to be on the right side of that equation. Is
2: there an injury update?
1: Yeah, uh so so Drew Pollard will be will be available. Um so he'll go through the week of practice. I know Blake Stillwell has really played well the last couple weeks um fortunately for us I know um Danny Louie Keppel will be available again where that fits I, I know we we've, we've ran with Nolan and McCade since Danny went down and to have Danny back in the mix will be um I think will be really good for us and then on the offensive side I think Trent Pickering um will be practicing this week you know we'll we'll see where that gets us come uh, come Saturday I know Aiden Garrigan's been out uh he'll be back um so I would think that would be the the four primary that i would want to address we didn't uh, you know as, as far as last week went uh you know none of our starters none of our regulars um, uh, had any issues
3: a dui is a serious charge and the process can be overwhelming but it doesn't have to be i'm attorney dave maldonado and i have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable
2: visit bigskydefender.com today like um, as far as UM's offense goes, they he's a couple different quarterbacks. What have you seen from that side of the board? Well, I think in going to
1: one quarterback primarily in McDowell, they've they've kind of settled in. Um, you know, I think given the timing of his transfer, I'm, I'm sure you know that was post spring ball, so that was a that was a challenging adjustment. Uh, you know, where is he going to fit, and and you really have to let that kind of play out through the course of you know the early part of the season and you know ever since they went his direction um they've been productive and and he's uh you know he's a a guy that's capable of uh you know certain certainly making plays with his arm and with his legs uh, you know kind of a classic dual threat and you know i think uh what i what you see from him is a, i think a really good competitor you know i i think he brings an energy just the way he plays to that offense, and you know, he certainly opened, opened some things up. He's really, I think, uh, forced defenses to, to defend more. Um, and I know as of late, they've played, they've been playing the young kid uh, a, a little bit. I don't know, you know, watching the game the other night, I know he played before the half and had two minutes, and then he came back in. So, where he'll figure in, I think we got to be prepared for that. Uh, he's clearly that next guy up for them right now and he's a really capable passer for a young kid, looks really poised out there. So, you know, I think they've really, you know, uh found themselves, I guess is how I would put it with McDowell. And, and he's uh he's played really well. Um, and
2: I do I mention the rush defense, but even just what you seen in that secondary and I guess
1: the is kind, of hard, kind of Yeah. You know, a uh, new new faces uh relative to who was on that field last year. They turned over um I just defensively quite a few guys, but you know, it's the same, uh, type of formula, meaning they're playing a lot of guys. Um, you know, they rotate a lot up front, they rotate a lot at the linebacker positions. And then, you know, in the secondary, they've played quite a bit. They, they roll their, their safeties a bunch. Um, so I think they're, you know, they're, they're playing all these guys. They're not seeing that level of any kind of discrepancy, depending on who's out there, the way I see it, you know, so those guys are fresh, um, you know, they fly to the ball and they tackle as well as anybody that we've seen. Um, I know that. And, you know, they do it without saying, boy, if, if we can figure out a way for, to min- minimize this one guy, it's, it's not like that with them. It's, it's, it's the defense. You got to be able to, to block their defense. You got to make make their defense miss tackles. Um, you know, when you throw the football, you got to protect certainly. And then you got to find a way to get open. They, they do stress their corners um, no different than they have in the past. and, you know, uh, they've held up pretty well through the course of the season. Um And I,
2: I know you kind of mentioned the momentum swing in the last few games, but some huge special teams plays in the last few games as well. And I guess, how are you viewing that kind of third phase of the game? Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's going to be a determining factor, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been good in our coverage teams. And, and I think, you know, that's because it goes without saying, a lot of that's Brendan's ability to kick the ball in the end zone. And, you know, based on how the weather looks on, on Saturday, you um, you know, we should have a chance to do that. Uh, you know, he's punted really well and turned the field over, but on the flip side, you know, they have one of the best returners in our league, if not the country in junior Bergen. And, you know, he was impactful two years ago in a lot of different ways. And last year we didn't punt. So if we can keep it at that, that's a better way to do it. But, you know, if we have to punt, Brendan's got to be able to place that ball, get hang time. And we got to go down and cover on the return side again, probably, you know, the same thing goes, we're probably not going to get these great opportunities in the kick, kick return game from the way it looks But then, you know, the punt return game, you know, Taco's really done a good job of stabilizing that for us while not getting maybe a great opportunity. And, you know, we just got to keep working for that opportunity. I know, you know, on the other side of it, we've been able to get our hands on um, four punts. There's actually two that we did the other day. Uh, Julius got it, you know, got a fingertip on that one and deflected. So, you know, you think about having um, the ability to block punts. That's something I know that has been a real asset while not having that, you know, those big play. And the return side, so you know they've always been good special teams and take a great deal of pride um, in it, and, and we do as well. And you know, uh, I'm certain that there's going to be some of the momentum that is uh, changed um, one way or the other. You know, and we got to do our best to, to make sure that it works in our favor.
0: Whether you're a sports fan where you run a business, you got to have something to wear. Why not get it branded? Why not represent your favorite sports teams, your favorite high school, your favorite college, your favorite pro team? Why not represent your business when you're out and about your respective communities? Anode Designs can help you out. Anode Designs, our great friend Blake Hempstead, contributor at Skyline Sports. He's the man in charge there at Anode. And they can get you hooked up with everything from anaconda copperhead gear to any and every sort of branded gear for your business. Find out more. Visit Anode Designs. Dot com. You can also find them on Facebook. Anno Designs is located at 421 East Park Avenue in Anaconda. You can find them on Facebook or you can give them a call at 406-563-0121 where we get all our gear from Skyline Sports, Anno Designs in Anaconda.
3: Any kind of, uh, anything you haven't mentioned, anything subtle about going to, to Missoula that you learned from that first game that you're going to take into this one that you haven't mentioned last year or anything? Kind of- well,
1: I think, you know, very clear what that environment is, is all about. And it's about a very passionate fan base um, that uh, is going to be at a fever pitch. And, you know, you have to be able to recognize that going in and, you know, be able to play within the, um, the challenges that are that pres- presented. And that's noise, certainly. You know, uh, I, I think – you know that experience when I spoke to it after that South Dakota State game. That better have pay. That better pay some dividends at some point for us. Uh, we didn't handle it well that day. I thought we went over to Idaho. While Idaho, I don't think compares to Washington, Grizzly as far as noise. I mean, it was a noisy enough environment. I thought we handled that piece of it that day. So, you know, we got to be smart about um, limiting those situations where we could put ourselves in harm's way as far as dealing with noise. And then I think our guys, you know, there's has to be a maturity about yourself going over there, recognizing, okay, what is this? This is a great college environment, college football environments. These are the the situations that you dream about growing up and leave it at that and recognize it's about the game. If you get caught up into worrying about what people are saying to you or at you or anything like that, then you're not locked into what the game is all about. So, um, make it about what's between those white lines, uh, be able to be as focused as possible given, you know, given the noise in particular and just go after it, you know, uh, play the game on our toes versus on our heels, be aggressive. And, and, um, you know, I don't know that we did that two years ago. Um, and they, they, like I said before, took that momentum and we never really captured it back. So, um, be able to withstand some things, be resilient, um, Act like we've been there before and go after it. And after the South State game,
3: obviously false everything, big issue. Was there, Griff, um, you mentioned there's like a cadence change you guys did or anything specifically? With yeah,
1: that? I think we had to refine what we were doing there. Um, I think we were we weren't really locked in uh, to what we need to be locked in on that day, you know. Uh, and I think we have the ability, to kind of, post that game if we need to get under center just to be, you know, that much closer to to our linemen, um, we can do that because um, so we didn't do it on that, that evening. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were some subtle adjustments that uh, had maybe strayed away from us and hurt us that night. Um, no and
2: Sean mentioned we had some guest speakers come and talk to the team last, this week, last year. I guess you're going to
1: have Yeah, we will. Um, you know, I, you, what you want to get uh, is a blend of, of former players from different eras. And, you know, um, I won't get into who it is necessarily, but I think speak to, you know, what this game means to them, um, what the games that they played in meant to them. And then, you know, how did you get prepared for playing this game, whether it was was in Missoula or here in Bozeman? I think those are things we want those guys to share with us. Um, and just, uh, again, add another level to our preparation as far as going over there.
0: Old Works Golf Course is one of the most challenging tracks you will find anywhere in Montana, and that's why they host so many of the premier golf tournaments around the Treasure State. The 18-hole course measures at more than 7,700 yards, making it one of the longest courses in the Big Sky State. The Jack Nicholas design comes from one of the best players of all time and one of the world's leading course designs. Jack Nicholas has designed over 310 courses, including this gym located in Anaconda, Montana. Although right now, golf season is coming to a close. The Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center, featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey, is now open all winter. Andrew can help you with expert swing and mental coaching, plus custom club fitting, and they have multiple state of the art track band simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works 406 563 5989 and be sure to check out Jack's Grill while you're there. Jack's Grill is also open year round. Old Works Golf Course. A gem of the Treasure State, located in Anaconda, Montana. Yeah, hey, coach, can you hear me okay? Gotcha. Yep. A um, couple things you mentioned—just uh, the rotations on the back end for Montana's defense—looks to me like they're doing a bunch of different coverage stuff on the back end too. Do you see that?
1: Well, I think you know, I think they're every bit as aggressive, if that's what you're alluding to. I mean, they put those corners <laughs> on some extreme islands. They put their their field safety on an island against a slot receiver quite a bit. You know, um, yeah, I, I think those guys, uh, you know, there's their strong safety position their their nickel position, whatever you want to call them, are are down in there, um, even more so, you know, and then they have the ability to really to play coverage and to rush four or even rush three at times and you know, do it out of a pretty similar initial shell. Um, so yeah, maybe there's some level of their their overall. Disguise and getting in and out of it that looks, um, looks like it's got more to it this year.
0: They used to, I, I know they still do because they put, like you said, the nickel and the safety down the box a lot. But the one guy that runs the alley, it seems like that's not maybe as prevalent of a thing. Do you see that change in the back end of the defense?
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. You know, I, I think, uh, cause that's, um, yeah, four and twenty-five are the ones right. playing the position. Yes, yeah. and that was where Robbie played. And yeah, I, I think you, you maybe you're adjusting your personnel a little bit. Um, I think that that skill set really fit Robbie. I don't know that it, it does, that it doesn't fit these guys, but I, yeah, I do th- think that's that's a difference. Um, you know, I look at how uh meyer plays sometimes you almost think he's playing that position but he's not he's playing a different different spot but he's maybe it's you know they're built similarly or something like that and they tackle real well in the alley so yes i i think you know that same same package now each year what you do within that uh, defensive package or offensive package your, your personnel does dictate it and you know obviously robbie had played a long long time and and like i said the uh, you know, to have him downhill in the alley was a big part of what he did really well. So I would, I would think that's a fair reason why they may be adjusted.
0: You guys on offense, one of the things you do so well is make <laughs> make people miss tackles. And you just mentioned, I mean, Matea is so good at open field tackling. So how big of an element is that in this matchup?
1: Oh, it's huge. Yeah. I, you know, we made them miss, um, quite a bit last year. And, and we, we probably didn't the first year. Um, and I think that's just a great starting point. Do you get your rushing game going? Are they able to stifle you? You know, and, and I think we certainly pride ourselves in, you know, forcing a team to defend us sideline the sideline in the run game. And this, this stake can be no different. Um, but when we get those opportunities with relative space, you know, we got to be able to make some guys miss and, you know i think the other thing beyond the tackling piece that they do you know i think they're they're outside their perimeter defenders do a really good job of forcing it back to the free hitter you know uh um and then those free hitters are dealing with with less space i guess is you know simply put and they really they can really string some things out and that's when you're really in trouble um trying you know when you are going sideline to sideline so you know we gotta we gotta be unpredictable as far as you know, where we're attacking, but we still have to be able to attack the whole width with the field.
0: You got two veteran quarterbacks, but neither one of them has actually started as cat quarterback in Missoula. So how do you go about preparing them just for all the exterior stuff?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you go through the week and you, you know, anytime that we're going to go into a hostile environment that had, does have noise, we got to practice with with noise, um, you know, at least in portions of our, our week. And I, I think the one thing, you know, they haven't they haven't started over there. Um but they've both played in some some loud environments. I think uh you know, you you certainly hope that their maturity um will allow them to to not only function but to thrive as far as you know, their ability to communicate, um their ability to not panic. I I think those are those are situations that, you know, can unravel in a hostile environment if if all of a sudden you know, that, that, that panic piece comes into play and you're trying to make, you know, a uh, 14 play all of a sudden, a 21 play point 20 play. They just, they just don't exist. So what you see, um, you know, a lot of times is whether it's in in Missoula or any other hostile environment across our country in college football is quarterback can unravel. And, and, you know, if your quarterback unravels offensively, you're, you're in trouble. So, you know, I like our guys experience. I like their poise. Um, You know, I, I like their general, you know, I think we got two guys that feel like, okay, let's, let's go after it. Let's go compete. This is what I, you know, this is why I'm at a place like Montana state. So I can, I can go over to a place like Missoula and play in a big game and really, uh give it everything I
4: have. Blackfoot Communications is excited to announce new voice services for small businesses in Bozeman and Belgrade. Paired with our internet services, business Wi-Fi and technical support, your business can stay connected to your employees, customers and communities around the clock. Sign up for services in less than two minutes at goblackfoot.com slash more than voice. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Bobcat Sports.
0: And McDowell, Clinton McDowell, when he gets on the edge, it seems like he's even more dangerous. But you've played several quarterbacks in the last three weeks like McCoy and and Vesperis that do that same thing. So do you think that helped prepare you for uh, this style of a guy?
1: Yeah, I looked through the last, uh, um, you know, four or five games, let's take Cal Poly out of there. Uh, you know, we've had really good mobility at the quarterback. Um, you know, you talk about Portland state, Idaho, certainly. And in the last two home games, um, you know, in Northern Arizona and, and, uh, Eastern Washington, both mixed it up a little bit with, with how they were, how their run game was going there, got a little run heavy to based on who was playing quarterback, but, uh, regardless he brings the element of being able to um, extend plays and the design quarterback run piece that I think we've had a chance to um, prepare for um, quite a bit as of late and all that being said he's a little bit different style he's a he's a bigger guy than a lot of these guys we've faced I think that's where I think that's where he's been really effective is just his ability to, to be hard to bring down you know the the athleticism is one thing but uh, you know rarely does the first guy, um bring him down so no different than a big running back you know we got to really tackle him well um and obviously limiting their run game and his portion of that will be a you know a huge factor in our ability to have success
0: and your secondary has been playing really well their receivers are really really good so what do you think of that element of the matchup
1: yeah it's a it's a heck of a matchup i i know that uh you know and it's certainly not one guy um you know, I, between, between junior, between wide fonts, um, Racinelli, I know jumped in there this past week. I, you know, that's not even to mention Ryan Simpson. I, they got, they got a deep bunch there and they got It's a really, um, a good mix of, uh, speed guys, some size in there. Um, they do a good job of getting guys, guys open. And, you know, I thought, the other night in particular, maybe the last couple of games that, you know, he has a lot of time back there to, to process things. And, and, you know, those, those longer developing concepts um, they're moving through, you know, first rate, second rate, third rate, and guys are wide open. Um, so, you know, there's, it's twofold. We got to be able to cover, but we got to be able to get pressure, um, you know, and, and we've been able to, to do that for the most part, but it's the whole new animal come, uh, come Saturday. Right?
0: You mentioned just the free hitter in their defense. That's such a, a crucial concept. So so often that's number thirty-five, Braxton Hill. What sort of things do you see out of him on film? I mean, he runs so well.
1: Yeah, they they well they move move those guys all over. And I say those guys, those linebackers. I mean, they they they're so um, let's call it just multi-dimensional as far as you know, lining up on a tight end, lining up on a tackle, um, lining up lining up at linebacker depth and. You know, uh, he's he's taken that that position I, I that Patrick O'Connell was so good at, um, and then you know done a lot of the same things in his own his own way. Um, you know, and then obviously the amount of plays that he's he's been, and I think he's had 80 tackles. I mean, I think that's that's pretty impressive. And you know, the free hitter or not, if you're getting guys down, you're doing what you're supposed to do. So, you know, he's he's been impressive. I the whole whole crew is because I think initially. You look and say, "Boy, they lost a lot of guys. They lost a lot of guys throughout that defense. And there's a, there's certainly a few familiar faces. Um, I think Governor up front is is obviously a force. But otherwise, there's a lot of new faces, and and they've continued to play um, at a really high rate. Um, you know, that's just that's when you have a system, you have guys that are finding their way on the field. They're obviously you know they're practicing the right way, that they're doing all that kind of stuff, and you know that's what any." good system you want the next guy up is is ready to do a lot of the same things as the previous guy
0: you mentioned Saturday just all the Montana guys in your locker room and I Sean and Nolan just talked about that as well and sometimes this game I mean those guys playing to their top level is, is the determining factor so how do you get them to get to that top level but not you know be overwhelmed by the moment
1: well, I hope, I hope our overall consistency week in, week out is the starting point. Um, if you're the type of guy that this is the one game that you play to a certain level and every other game, you pretty ordinary, that's probably not the, the right formula. You know, uh, not that our guys play, you know, awesome every week. You know, there are some ebbs and flows, but, you know, that, that consistent approach throughout the season and, you know, really being focused on, hey, I'm going to be a guy that uh, come come November, I'm going to be a different player. And, you know, sometimes health is a limiting factor there, but I'm going to keep finding ways for me to get better. You put yourself in position here week 11, regardless of the the opponent, to put your best foot forward. Um, You know, and the emotion of of Saturday, you can't just get by on that. Um, The emotion of Saturday or what you think is going to happen has to really fuel you through the week to keep preparing the way you need to. Um, you know, and I think that that's what I look at more is I look at how our guys go about their business each and every week. And, you know, this week shouldn't be any different in that regard. Cause if we're all of a sudden putting all our eggs in how we prepare this one week of the year, then, you know, we haven't done justice to the other 10 games. So, um, I think we've done justice to the other 10 games as far as how we prepared and we're going to continue to do that this week.
0: Three matchup. I guess this will be your third matchup against Coach how What do you think of just his coaching style? How would you just describe it?
1: Well, I think they're uh, they're a team that plays really hard. I think that's the first thing, um, you know, when you're looking looking on film, do they play hard? Do they love playing this game? And that's that's apparent. And I think that certainly comes from from Coach Houck and his passion. Um, they're they're well coached in all three phases, um, you know, and and I think. I think you look at this year in particular. They've adapted. They they made some changes um, within their their coaching staff and who was who was calling plays. And and you know uh, I think that's a credit to a, a, a coach saying, okay, we're within the ballpark of what what we want it to look like, how we wanted how how we wanted to go. But let's let's be able to adapt. And you know I know there was some some early <clears throat> close games that they they worked through, but I, the one thing I recognize, they, you know, that was a non-conference. They found a way to win. Obviously the, the stumble down of Flagstaff um, was, was probably alarming to a lot of people on that side, but they've certainly come out of that and, and continue to find their way. And that's, that's a credit to, I think his experience and his trust to his process. Um, and, you know, obviously they have positioned themselves um, very well for, you know, this 11th game here.
0: And last one for me, I know you're from a small town, and there's going to be small towns all across Montana watching this thing. I know some families even celebrate Thanksgiving early so they can get everybody together for this thing. So what do you think of that Elvis? that's pretty cool when you think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, um, being from a state that uh, once had this game that was kind of on this pedestal, I don't think it's gotten back to that. But uh, I, I do appreciate that no matter where you come from, in our state, um, you're on one side or the other, or if you're, you're a person that maybe just moved here, I guess that's maybe the third element. Um, but if you're on one side or the other, you know, that, that runs deep within your community It maybe runs deep within your family and, you know, you want to be glued to that, uh, that TV on, on Saturday rooting for your team, or you're in the stadium rooting for your team and you want it to go your way, you know? So the extension of, of who we are playing for is evident, um, and it's uh, it is a really neat deal. And I, 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 you know, the fact that we have so many of arc, uh, you know, so many of our guys represent so many communities across the state, and, and the same goes for their roster. Um, there's a lot of vested interest, and and you know, we want to we want to make our side of that equation proud.
0: Coulter, you know what I call people who only grill in the summers? What's that, Gus? Morons. There's no better time to grill than in the middle of winter, boots on, snow falling, nose freezing, meat sizzling. And if you want to be the master of the winter grill, you got to make sure you're stocked up on Alpine Touch. The pepper blend is an old standby. The prairie fire will certainly keep you warm on the inside during the cold winter. And the Chili sublime will remind you of warmer summer days to come. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around the state of Montana or at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Real last one for me. I, I'm doing my Montana Made all, about all the guys in Montana that are playing in this game. I think it's so cool, though, that the most guys in this game are from Bozeman High School. So, I mean, what could you say just about the high school that's right in your backyard producing Division One talent?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, – it is remarkable. Whether it's remarkable or not, I don't know. But it was the biggest school, I suppose. Um, so, the odds are – over you know, leaning in their favor, obviously the split now has produced guys you know, from both both Bozeman and Gallatin. But no, I think it's a it's a credit to that program. Um you know obviously what Coach Weshey has been able to, to do there. And now, you know, you, you split schools and they're they're vying for another state championship come Saturday. Um you know Coach Purcell before uh before him um they obviously laid a great great groundwork because you know just because you have numbers in a school does not equate to having college football players um I think you have to have a program that develops college football players guys that want to chase after it um post uh post high school and obviously they've had a bunch of talented guys but you know it's apparent that uh those guys were brought up the right way and um as far as just their approach to the game and you know I'm sure glad we got the ones we do on our side
0: thank you coach good luck
3: I just, you mentioned the practicing noise I guess could you specify
1: or it? Well, I think you just, you just take segments of of your practice and crank up crowd noise it's really as simple as that um you know I think can it does it is it completely Equitable not necessarily but you get it loud enough it really it really focuses you know allows you to focus uh forces you to focus and maybe is the the greater word because come come Saturday where you're going to be forced to focus so it you know uh having that mindset for the first time on Saturday um you know, would be a would be a mistake on part. So we'll we'll practice that, and it's not exactly equitable, but it at least gets your mind in the right direction.
4: Introducing SmartBiz, the ultimate Wi-Fi solution for Missoula's small businesses from Blackfoot Communications. With out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security, and network failover, you'll stay seamlessly connected. Just twenty dollars a month, no contracts. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com slash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications.